Welcome to Built Modular, a box modular podcast. We'll help you discover just how flexible modular construction has become and how it's helping make life better for real people facing real space challenges. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Built Modular, a podcast from Box Modular. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Welcome to another episode of the show. We are thrilled that you've joined us here today. Now, today we are looking at MPA Modular Bank Buildings, and we're going to be talking specifically about their disaster recovery program and what are some of the instances where this program really comes into effect? What are some examples that they can share with us? And a little bit more about what makes these buildings unique. And so I'm thrilled to welcome on the podcast today, David Strong. He's a branch manager at MPA Systems. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We are thrilled to have you on here today, David. And so before we dive too far into our conversation, tell us a little bit more about who MPA Systems is and what your particular role is there. Okay. Well, MPA Systems uh, is a over 50-year-old company. So we're kind of like a senior citizen amongst uh, all the box, uh, box businesses. Uh, they started out in the 60s uh, j- just doing uh, uh, pneumatic tube systems. And over the years, they changed their format and the business target that they looked at. it. So we offer modular bank buildings uh, to lease, to sell, uh, as well as our product offering and the disaster recovery uh, uh, environment. We send buildings and have customers all over the country uh, that needs it. And we mainly uh, sell to or lease to uh uh, financial institutions, whether it be a, a bank, a savings and loan, a community banker, or a credit union. Excellent stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the uh, the disaster recovery program, and, and I talked a little bit about that in the introduction. Tell us more about that program and the types of situations where these types of buildings are necessary. Yeah, all uh, all financial institutions are requir- required to have some sort of disaster recovery plan or business continuity plan. So they can do it one of several different ways. Uh, They can advertise their other branch. If something were to happen to one branch, just go to the other branch. Uh, But basically what they have to do is they have to offer their customers an environment for them to continue to do business. Uh, Money's got to move and all. So what we offer for that is we have an annual program similar to insurance, but they pay us an annual fee that in case they have a natural disaster, whether it be a hurricane or a fire or a tornado or some sort of major damage in their structure that their employees and their customers can't go into, uh, we get them a building with all the equipment uh, up and running in less than 72 hours. And we do this all over the country. Uh, obviously, if you're in Dallas, it's a little bit quicker than me getting one to you in Florida. But uh, we have had situations where we had to, uh, they, there was a, a, a declaration of a disaster and we fulfilled uh, our commitment to those folks. That's fantastic. And I think uh, just an amazing testament to, to what you're able to do and, uh, and the quality of the work that you provide. And so tell us a little bit more about what makes these temporary financial buildings unique. What do we need to know about them? 
Yeah, well, first off, they're not a conventional modular building. They're basically designed and engineered and built as a financial institution, knowing that uh, our financial customers' needs. So all of my buildings are going to have a bullet, uh, a bullet-resistant teller window. They're going to have a deal drawer. They're going to have a night depository. They're going to have a receiving safe. And all of that's for the drive-up customers. So because it is, uh, uh, you have a walk-in and a drive-in, because of that feature, we ground set them. So we bring them out there and we set them on the ground. They are on a perimeter frame. They do have steel floor joist I-beams. So the floor load on my building is four to five times higher than a conventional modular building because we know that the bullet-resistant window saves uh, all the banking equipment that comes with the building. And we include uh, teller pedestals, uh, office furniture, phone system, security system. So it's truly a deliver on site, plug and play. Along with the building, uh, we found out uh, that you need to have power to it. So we offer a generator to the building. Because if you have a natural or a disaster, uh, obviously the utilities are down. Uh, so we offer a generator. We also offer computers and connectivity to a satellite to go into their uh, their uh, their uh, IPOs, uh, IPO address. So it's truly a plug and play so they can get their employees back in place. And more important, they can get their customers where money can keep running or keep moving. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, and you and I both being in Dallas, you know, we we've seen our fair share of tornadoes and things like that come through here. Absolutely. And so we know kind of the uh, the devastation that something like that can can bring through a community. And, you know, we, we've also you know seen the, the impacts of other natural disasters across the country. So that's, yeah, I think a, a really good point. Are there any additional features that can be added on uh, if necessary? Um, any other maybe a la carte type options that, that can be added onto these buildings? Yeah, there certainly is. And, and initially you don't get a lot of these options, uh, you know, in the, in the disaster environment. They just need to get the building, get it up and running. And all. But we offer pneumatic tube systems uh, for rental. We offer additional safes. We offer handicapped decks and ramps for the entrances. We offer uh, canopies for drive up. We have a lot of our lease customers that want to have uh, multiple lanes. So we offer uh, all of that uh, to our customers. The disaster recovery end, we have office furniture in it, uh, all the related uh, banking equipment, pretty much everything they need to get up and running except for the money. Absolutely. That's uh, that's that's the bank's job at that point. Uh, <laughs> bank provides the money, you provide the building and, exactly. and everything that goes along with it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about how customers benefit from a modular bank building. I, I suppose, obviously, the, the most um, pressing thing is just having a building that is available and able to run even you know after a, a natural disaster. Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing when you do have a natural disaster. Obviously, once you check on people, make sure everybody's safe. Finances have to go through, uh, so there's a place for people to walk in, get money, deposit money, take care of the financial side of the disaster. And then what we do on the leasing side that's beneficial to the customers is if they're doing some sort of remodel or rebuild, they still have an environment for a customer to walk in or drive through the uh, the building uh, to do you know to take care of their financial issues as well. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, we focused on the disaster re- disaster recovery aspect of this, but if a you know if a bank building is undergoing a, a renovation and and they need a temporary space, this is a great solution for for things outside of just disaster relief, right? Exactly, and, and, and a lot of our business, and there again, we send these buildings all over the country, uh, whether it be Florida or North Dakota. Uh, but we send them up there for rebuilds or remodels. And then also we have a lot of customers uh, in the smaller towns that want to uh, test the market, what they call a de novo. Uh, so if they know that they want to get into another city, but they don't want to financially you know, get into it and want to just make sure it works for them, then they'll get one of our units and they'll set it up for a year to 18 months. And then they can either purchase the building or they can build a new facility. And all. So testing market is another aspect of our business. The 72-hour aspect of this that you mentioned earlier is something that uh, really blows my mind and, and is kind of amazing to me. How, how do you manage to, to have such a quick turnaround on, on these types of projects? Okay, well, we do have our disaster fleet, some of our disaster fleet uh, across the country. So we've got them closer to the, uh, the disaster environment. Obviously, here uh, along the Gulf Coast, which is you, you being from Dallas, you, you know that. So we've got some in Florida, we've got some in Georgia, and then, of course, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So that's kind of how we deal with the Gulf Coast region and the, uh, the Atlantic side of the country. Uh, if we, You really can't respond back you know, on tornadoes because they're kind of pop up, but obviously you hear about things. And in some cases, we'll position a building if we know something is serious going through, you know, Nebraska. We'll get a building ready and get it as close as we possibly can. Uh, as, and then, you know, we're ready to go knowing that we've got a customer in there that this could affect. Right, right. Absolutely. So um, can you share maybe some examples of situations where MPA helped financial institutions and their customers either after a financial, uh, excuse me, a natural disaster or uh, perhaps even a remodel or something like that? Yeah, well, a, a couple of them come to mind about uh, two months ago, I guess, up in uh, Oklahoma. They had a tornado come through there and uh, basically they called us the next morning and said, hey, we're going to our site uh, but we think it's been hit pretty bad. Uh, and we started the wheels turning here at the branch in Dallas-Fort Worth. They did, their uh, their employees were able to get to the building, found out the roof had, was gone. So we had them the building the next morning. So it was morning to morning. In essence, it was 22 hours from when uh, they initially made the call to, they were up there and running. We took them the building, all of its contents, the generator and all. Uh, so they were up and running. Uh, a couple of years ago, when Hurricane uh, Ida hit uh, the New Orleans area, uh, we were down there in approximately 30 hours because uh, that was kind of a widespread disaster. So we had a building that went north of uh, New Orleans and one that went south of New Orleans in the Golden Meadow area. Uh, so uh, we had them up and running in you know less than a day and a half there. Uh, Some of the buildings, um, you know, I I guess we have, uh, and we've been fortunate here in Texas, we're having a lot of remodels that are going on, but I've got one that's just uh, pretty close down the road in Fort Worth where they're completely demolishing the building, and they're going to, instead of uh, having the building in the middle of their property, they're moving it up closer to the street, so I'm going to provide them with a double wide because we carry a lot of different shapes and sizes from small singles 
up to large triple wides. So they're going to get a double wide that they're going to have for approximately two years as a lease while they're demolishing the old building and um, uh, rebuilding the, the site basically uh, on this road. And uh, they're going to be using my building that way their customers and their employees have uh, have a place to go. Absolutely. Those are those are some fantastic examples. And I, I know you touched a little bit on this earlier, but if I'm a, you know, if I uh, am a bank manager or someone like that, and I'm sitting here listening to this conversation, maybe my biggest question will be, you know, David, how can you assure me that uh, that a modular uh, financial institution, a modular building like this will have the kind of security that I need? Uh, to operate, you know, a, a regular bank out of? Uh, how would you answer, you know, someone who might have that type of question? Okay. The, the way I always answer it is basically they are modular buildings. They have the proper wind loads that are required and needed in each individual area. So cities have to accept them. Okay. Uh, they have all the security features that a normal facility would have that is uh, brick and mortar that they have on site. So it's just as safe, just as secure as their building. Our buildings, once they do get on site, we do lower them down. They sit on ground on grade. So it's perfect, like I mentioned before, for the drive up. You walk up to it. Uh, obviously, they're going to go in and, and uh, do their security systems. So it's just as safe or unfortunately just as unsafe as a conventional structure. That's a, that's a good way of thinking of it. Absolutely. So, David, as we begin to, to wrap up this conversation here today, is there anything uh, that you want to leave the audience with? Uh, anything that you want to um, impart, whether it's uh, just a, a kind of a conclusion statement or something that maybe we haven't touched on yet that you think is important for people to know? Yeah, with, with our 50 years of experience, and, and Lord knows that wasn't me with that experience, but with my 20 years in the business, uh, we work really well with the uh, with the financial institutions, contractors on rebuild and remodels. So we understand what they need and what they want. So we work well together with them, making a smooth transition for the bank customer and then, in essence, for their customer. Uh, the disaster recovery program is almost a too good to be true situation where they pay the annual fee and once if they have a uh, if they have a uh, disaster in their structure, uh, we get them the building up and running in less than that required three days and all. And we can do that all over the country. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're quite easy to work with. Absolutely. That that accessibility, I think, is a massive uh, aspect of this and just uh, really important to highlight. So, uh, David, thank you again so much for joining us here on the podcast. David Strong, branch manager at MPA Systems. David, it's been a pleasure having you on. Okay. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Built Modular, a podcast from Box Modular. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always visit the Box Modular website or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days. Make sure to go visit uh, visit the podcast there. Subscribe, stay up to date with the latest from Box Modular, where you'll hear more conversations like this one that we had with David here today. But for this episode, for David Strong, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.